Welcome back to the Fulfilled Female Entrepreneur Podcast. It's your host, Cassandra Rosa. I'm a certified coach and healer, an intuitive business coach, and the mission behind this podcast is to help you to create a fulfilling life and business. Today, I'm really excited to have Miriam on the podcast, and she's going to talk about how to get unstuck on your entrepreneurial journey. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. I'm so excited to have Miriam on the podcast. We've connected maybe like over a year now on social media, and she's such a beautiful, bright light with an enormous purpose. So we're going to be talking about getting unstuck today, because that happens many times in the entrepreneurial journey. So first and foremost, thank you so much for coming on. I'm so excited to have this conversation with you today. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Yes, yes, yes. I'm excited to introduce you. She is a seasoned life development coach with a passion for guiding individuals towards their fullest potential. Hailing from a background of diverse experiences, she is dedicated to empowering others on their unique journey with a focus on personal growth, resilience, navigating challenges, and coaching a philosophy centers around fostering positive change in clients, her client's lives. Her expertise extends to working with immigrant communities and young professionals, providing them with the tools and strategies needed to overcome obstacles and find their true path. Through a blend of coaching, methodologies, public speaking engagements, and community involvement, her mission is to inspire transformation and empower individuals to live authentically and purposefully. Um, There's going to be links in the show notes or in the description of this video for all the beautiful ways to connect with Miriam, including her Instagram, her Facebook, her website, as well as her uh, YouTube channel, which I'm so grateful that I'm going to be a guest as well. So definitely go hop over to her YouTube channel to see our conversation. I just love all that you're about. Like you're such a woman that leads with so much purpose. And I'm really excited to have this conversation with you today. And thank you for having me. Yes. So this podcast is called Fulfilled Female Entrepreneur Podcast. So I asked all my guests, what does fulfillment mean to you? Hmm. Love the question. Thank you for asking. Well, my definition of fulfillment have changed drastically throughout the years. Um, has I... Um, get more mature and grow into who I really am, the definition of fulfillment definitely have changed. But um, where I am now, to me, fulfillment means being um, happy and doing what you really love doing, rather that is working in a fast food restaurant, if it's working in, uh, has a a life coach, um, meeting your own, having your own businesses and everything else. Um, And I have to really, I had to really, there was a point in my life where I really had to sit down and ask myself, what does fulfillment mean to me? Because um, there was a moment where I thought fulfillment meant money. And mm. there was a moment where I thought fulfillment meant um, be married. There was a moment where I thought fulfillment meant um, having kids and actually having a family. But like I said, as I grew um, into who I really am, I figured that fulfillment doesn't mean just mean all of that. It means that when you're happy within uh, yourself and you're doing what you love, that's fulfillment because at the end of the day you have changed someone's life in one way or the other I love that I have chills and I really love how you talked about so authentically that there were stages in your life that you thought marriage or money 
would mean fulfillment. And I think that's a common thing for a lot of people, right? A lot of people work hard to make money or to have kids or to be a mother or a father, have that family dynamic. And I really love how your experiences have led you to focus on being happy and doing what you love um, mm -hmm. instead of being so caught up with the physical things on the outside, it really comes into the inside. Um, so that's so powerful. And with all that you do as a seasonal development coach, um, what is the most fulfilling part of it all? Oh my God, seeing a smile on my client's face and seeing a smile on the youth's face when I you know, go to, and when I go help them with activities, when I empower them with their family and just really having that one person reach out to me and say, Miriam, thank you so much. Um, I didn't know this and you have opened my eyes to it. Um, I had a, actually a parent call me um, about two, three days ago prior to this um, recording. And she said, Miriam, thank you so much. Um, I have an effective communication um, with my child now because this is why um, I decided to also fo focus on the African community because um, a lot of time there are cultural differences where the parents, you know, have a hard time communicating with their child that is born here. And the child has a hard time communicating with the parent who has lived in a whole different country for so many years. So, you know, I come in, when I come in, my, um, my purpose is to really, uh, give them the tools of how to communicate with their child in an effective way, in a respectful way, and understand that, you know, this child needs to learn about their rich culture back home. And has, it's the same thing as they're learning about this child's rich culture in America. So it's just seeing a smile on, on, on their face and the reward after is just uh, priceless. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. I can see how that can be very transformational for the families and to apply that culture deep within mm -hmm. so that there can be a union between families, which is so powerful. Mm -hmm. So today we're talking about being stuck and overcoming that experience that happens many times in the entrepreneurial journey. I know I've talked about it quite a bit. I even, you know, talk about it a lot on my book. So I'd love to hear from you. Like, when are some of the biggest experiences in your life as an entrepreneur that you felt stuck? Oh, my God. Um, the negative self-talk. Um, the negative self-talk is one of the most powerful, if not the powerful um, ways that you can get yourself to getting to even staying on stuck. It's the mm -hmm. it's the um it's the mindset of when will I get there? And then looking at the next person who does exactly what you do and seeing them progress and seeing them do what you think that that you're supposed to be doing. And you constantly just sit in your office or you know wherever you are working and you keep you know just saying to yourself, I'm never gonna get there. I need this to get there. I need that to get there. But um what I actually have learned during my career is you know, working with with the resource that you have, because as small business owners or a business owner, period, you know, uh, sometimes we feel stuck because we don't have the resources in, uh, in terms of finance. Uh, we can, when we apply for grants, we can't get it, um, and also connection, right? So a lot of us getting into business, we don't have all of these things, and we feel like we're stuck. But I always say, you know, keep positive and just keep reaching out to those who you, who you think can help you move forward. Um, connect with 
like-minded people. But when I do say like-minded people, I'm not saying only connect with someone that does exactly what you do. Um, I'm talking about people who you think have the potential of understanding what you do, because you could be a life coach and still reach out to a plumber and he can still help you within your career because he's going to give you an idea of um, that can help you feel unstuck, that can help yeah. you to the, the next level of your career. So just really be open and try to have a positive mindset as hard as it is. And we could do some of those things, as you know, by meditating, by, um, you know, writing in your journal, by seeking help out to those who you think um, can empower you and motivate you so you can move forward and and uh, into your journey and then do what you have, what your, uh, your, your calling is. So- yes. Yes, that's really a big thing of that negative self-talk that people stay in that spiral that keeps them stuck, right? Of like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. And, you know, um, comparing to other people, that comparison yeah. that you touched on, especially with social media, you're scrolling, you're like other coaches or people that I admire so much further along as me, right? So those thought loops can definitely keep us stuck. But mm -hmm. aside from comparison and the negative self-talk, what else do you think that it are the main contributing factors to entrepreneurs staying stuck? Um, and this is a lot of from my experience, depending on other people to understand your dream and mm. your aspiration. I've had a lot of clients and friends and family come up to me and say, well, um, I don't get enough support from my families. I don't get enough for support from my friends. They're not posting or, or promoting me on their social media, but they're doing that with other people. And I always say, it's not their vision. It's your vision. Your job is to believe in yourself enough so when other people don't support you, it doesn't matter. We cannot um, hold on to the support of other people. While it feels really, really, really good to have your family and your friends support you, you feel like you're on top of the mountain, but you have to believe in yourself first in order for them to um, come and support you. They always say, just do your work and let the success talk for itself. So when they see the success happening, they're going to really know how serious you are about what you do, and they're going to follow you and and. and eventually start to support you and motivate you as you go along on your path. But again, focus on yourself because what matters is what you think. If you think yeah. you're perfect, you're perfect. If you think you can do it, you can do it. You can post sometimes. And this is why social media sometimes can be either negative or positive because a lot of time um, we'll post something and we'll get two likes, right? People are depending so much on the likes. And then if you get two likes and you see the next person who's doing the same thing as you are doing, and they're getting a hundred likes and 50 likes, you're saying to yourself, what am I doing wrong? You know, what is wrong with me? Maybe my business sucks. Maybe I'm not meant to do this, right? So don't focus so much on the likes and um and and, and um, other people to make you feel like you're doing the right thing. As long as you know you're doing the right thing. And you also have to remember to celebrate your wins because when you're not celebrating your wins it's another uh downfall like it's you're constantly trying to chase the next thing and you haven't celebrated what you have already accomplished so yeah. i think that we need to remember all of these things and just you know put help uh, help uh, ourselves move forward Yes. And something I want to touch on and highlight about what you just said is this kind of need for validation, right? So like, especially when you're starting out, when you're stepping into the unknown, 
you are expecting to have the same physical reality and results as people that could be doing it for years and years and years without you even knowing, right? And we're searching for likes. We're looking for the pats on the back from support from people around us, right? And when that doesn't happen, then we get into these cycles. So even in my own personal experience, I found myself really making that shift of needing that validation on the outside by giving it to myself on the inside of doing things like celebration, exactly what you just said to be like, look at the wins that I do have, even though I might not have the likes, it's showing up anyway. And I think that that's one of the biggest reasons that a lot of businesses fail is because looking for that external validation, the amount of money, the amount of likes, the amount of positive feedback along the journey. And then when they don't get it out the gates, then they retreat and they let the ego win. So I love that you spoke and highlight that those key areas, because I think that that's so key for entrepreneurs. And what do you think are like the biggest stages of the entrepreneurial journey that that entrepreneurs can feel stuck in? For example, like say like, you know, it's um, when they just start or maybe after they don't hit their income goal. What do you think are like those key moments in the entrepreneurial journey that stuckness shows up? When you first start, just like you mentioned, when you first start, remember most of us starting a business have no idea. We we have never owned a business before. We have let alone even talked about business before. It was in a conversation within our home. So some of us are excited. We go register the business, get an LLC, non-for-profit, whatever it is. And after the whole you know technical process, now we have to try to make this business into a reality instead of just leaving it as a vision, right? So when you are in that process and you don't have the mentor or the, or the resources in order to move your business forward, you are going to feel stuck. Stuck has a, a glue on the wall because you don't know if you should go left. You don't know if you should go right. You're just basically sitting there waiting for a miracle to happen. And this is the downfall of most people's, some people's business fell before they start. Because again, it's like, what do I do? And as I mentioned before, if you don't have the grants to get your business up and running, if you own a brick and water, or uh, which is even worse, because now you have to fund money to get the actual place to operate your business in it. And now things have changed since the COVID. So a lot of people are working from home. But again, if you still don't have, if you still have a business where you need to rent an office space outside or an actual place and yet you're um, running a, uh, a restaurant there's just more than you can imagine that goes into these businesses so in the beginning of any business is very very critical another critical stage of a business is also in the middle of the business so sometimes now you have started making the money the issue is how do you manage this money that you have how do you put the exact amount in the business and still be able to pay yourself back so a lot of people do not have the right accountant to um to mentor them on this or to advise them on what to do with this money so the money ends up somewhere they don't know they're like okay i'm making a hundred thousand dollars a year but there's nothing to show for it they're not putting it in the right places they're not hiring the right employees or the right number of employees or sometimes some people get a little selfish so they end up trying to do everything themselves and getting burned out and now they're not serving their customers right or their clients right so now there goes the feeling of the business because remember your name is very important your reputation of your business is very important so you have to make sure that you know, the right amount of money is going in to the right resources in order for you to be able to navigate that business 
mm-hmm. to get, even when the business becomes very, very successful, you still need to maintain a healthy way to be able to um, maintain your business moving forward for yes. many years. And that means having the right management, having the right team, right? And um, being able to um, let people go who you think is not helping your business move forward. A lot of people also get scared um, to change their employees because what the bracket that most people fall in is hiring family members, friends, and stuff like that, because they don't want to do the work to actually go out and hire a stranger that can possibly help their business grow. So they're more comfortable in hiring a family or friend, but now this family and friend thinks that they can take advantage because a family, because the person who owns the business, is the family member. So we have to take our time and really um, choose people carefully, not based on, um, what the kind of relationship we have with them, but based on what they can do for us in order to help us grow our business. Mm-hmm. Totally. Those are some key things for sure of in that process of scaling too, right? Of achieving your next level. So it's like maintenance and growing at the same time and being aware of like those relationship with money and your perspective about success and all of these things are deeply connected to that too at its root. Yeah. And you've already shared so many tips as we've been uh, talking about the experience of feeling stuck, but what are like three tangible ways that if someone's listening and they're like, oh my goodness, I'm in the beginning of starting my business, I feel so stuck. How can they take some three tangible steps to be able to feel unstuck? What would those be if you would recommend those? First, as I mentioned before, believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, try, try to get rid of the negative self-talk. Secondly, try to um, network. Networking is very important. Surround yourself with people who are going to help you move forward, who's going to give you ideas, who's willing to mentor you. There's a lot of people out there who are willing to mentor you. It is free. Mentorship is very important. Um, I am a product of mentorship. I am here. I'm here today because of mentorship um, that my brother has provided me over the years. Um, and the third, the third thing is really believing in yourself, believing in yourself and getting rid of the negative self-talk is two different things. Cause I mentioned that as a first, mm-hmm. so get rid of the ne- negative self-talk, surround yourself with people who are going to mentor you and um, advise you and connect you with other people. And also believe in yourself. You have to believe in yourself in ways that even if the pigs fall from the sky, you are still going to stand your ground and move forward and nothing can stop you. So those are the three tips I would love to share with people who are feeling stuck. Amazing. So you were saying believe in yourself and the negative self-talk. So mm-hmm. for someone's like, yes, yes, I need that. How would one start to remove the negative self-talk within? It is a process. And I'm going to tell you right now, it's not going to happen overnight. And just because you have, have been doing uh, the practice of getting rid of the negative self-talk, doesn't mean it's going to disappear. It's still, even when you are a person who doesn't think think negatively, from time to time, it's like having a flashback. From time to time, it'll just pop up when you're in the middle of something very important. But you can walk away from your desk, walk away from your computer, take a walk and uh, retract to where you were before. So again, it's, it's, it's a work, it's a journey to get rid of the negative self-talk. It doesn't happen over uh, in one year. Even yes. people who have been practicing this for 50 plus years still have negative self-talk. It's, it's a part of human nature. But yes. you remember, you can always 
um, overrule the negative self-talk by thinking about something positive. Think about your accomplishment. Hang, hang your degree or your certificate on the back of your wall or somewhere you can always see. So learn how to celebrate and then that can help you actually get rid of, rid of most of the negative self-talks. Yes. So keeping your mind more on the positive and on the wins and your accomplishments instead of letting your ego go on these negative self-talk um, rampages for lack of a better term. And yes, they're always going to happen because that's our ego trying to keep us safe. So especially when we're making quantum leaps in our life, that's when it's going to come in a little bit louder to try and keep us in our comfort zone. And for believing in yourself, like what's a tangible tip that people can do to believe in themselves more? All of these kind of connect. So in for, for you to believe in yourself, again, keep looking at the accomplishment that you have made. And also remember, this is your vision. It came to, there's a reason, there's a purpose why you even decided to do what you decided to do. For example, I when I decided to become a life development coach, there's a reason behind it. There's my why. Think about your why, right? Mm -hmm. Think about the people that you can help. If it's just one person that you could put a smile on, it's it, the, the reward is priceless, right? And it is so rewarding at the end of the day to know that you have came up, come up with something that is so important that can, you know, potentially change millions of people's life out there and remember when you um focus on the validation of of social media and other people's um comment on what you do this is going to um actually take away your 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 self-belief that you had in yourself because you're going to say okay i've helped so many people but nobody's recognizing me on social media nobody's recognizing me in reality but you also have to understand that sometimes uh a lot of people when they feel appreciated, they don't, they're not really verbal about it. They're not going to go out there and say, oh my God, I'm so happy. So-and-so helped me become who I am. So-and-so helped me to get there, but they'll show it to you in other ways. So you have to also learn how to read people and, and see what other things they're doing for you or saying to you to make, mm -hmm. to show you that they're appreciative of what you've done for them. So all of these things, again, is would help you believe in yourself more than anybody can ever do. Because if you don't believe in yourself to a point, you can't accept somebody else to do it for you. Remember, it's your vision, you know, oh. and your, your goals. I love that. And something I want to add, too, is so many people are transformed by your content and who you are and what you offer. And you will never know. Never know. You'll never know. I can't tell you how many people I've talked to recently and they're like, yes, well, this, this post that you made was so yeah. powerful and I love all your content. Every time I see it, I make a smile and maybe they'll never like, maybe they'll yeah. never share. So it's also acknowledging that there can be a lot of impact that's happening behind the scenes and you have absolutely no idea. So it's always yeah. allowing that why to ignite you so that you mm -hmm. stay focused and move and not stay stuck. Yeah. And with that being said, if they're listening to you and they're resonating with you and their energy and they love all the information you're bringing forth, what's the best way for them to connect with you? Well, you can visit my Instagram, Merrim underscore, let us talk about it underscore coaching. And also my website is there, www.letustalkaboutitcoaching.com. And I also have a YouTube, as you mentioned before, which is Merrim Let Us Talk About It. So those are all the platforms that you can uh, reach me on. My email is usually there. And you can always email me if you like. Um, and I'm very responsive. So yeah, those are the platforms you can reach me on. Amazing. Yes, we're going to have all the links in the show notes or in the description of this video. And I know that you also have a book coming out in 2024, right? Yes, I do. A bit to that. 
Yes, I do. Um, this book is really about um is an, an empowerment book to really empower people through my own personal stories because I think that there is nothing better than actually um showing people how vulnerable I am by sharing my own story and letting them know that it's yes, it is possible for this to happen to you and you to still make it. And yes, it is possible to fall on your face a thousand times, still get get back up and still do what you want to do. So the book is really about my own little stories. And at the end, I'll motivate um, the readers to really just empower them uh, to keep going every single day. And, you know, every day is a new day and it's uh, it's a journey that we're on. So don't ever think that there's actually a time limit where you're supposed to learn certain things about yourself because every day we discover new things about ourselves, not just yeah. about people around us, but it's most importantly about, about who we are and what our vision and mission are. So that's what the book is really about. I love that. Well, stay tuned for all of that in the beginning of 2024. Really, really excited for myself to get a copy of this and to learn more about your story in that way as well. So thank you so much for coming on and sharing all your wisdom and definitely connect with her and all the beautiful ways in the description. Thank you everyone for watching and uh, we appreciate you all beautiful people around the world. Yes, and come and check out the YouTube interview um, and that we're going to be recording now um, as we're about to conclude this interview <laughs> start a new one with her so thank you for watching everybody have a good day bye, bye. that's all for today's episode if you enjoyed it please rate and review on podcasting platforms if you're not already following me on instagram my handle is cassandra rosa a Stay tuned for the next episode. It will be out on Thursday. See you then. Bye.